<laughs> well, it's either, either way, it's going to save on my computer. So we had a little bit of a te- technical difficulty with the CYJ podcast, but we're back. We lost the Ravens pick. The Ravens picked uh, Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota, wide receiver, six foot. And uh, many of the conversation that we had when we realized that we weren't recording, uh, <laughs> thanks to listener Bo, who noticed it, and then our uh, moderator at sometimes, Charlie, uh, realized it later on. The Ravens picked wide receiver. We had thought wide receiver. We thought it was going to be Elijah Wood, but it wasn't. It's a six-foot uh, taller guy. I thought that Wood was a matchup with uh, Hollywood, kind of almost the same guy. So it makes sense. Uh, the question that we were asking before uh, we realized our little bit of a technical faux pas was the fact that does Lamar stay as a pocket passer now that he has another weapon, or does he still keep his game and try to run around? And 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 here's the here's the big one. The Saints pick is in Green Bay. No longer Rogers are on the clock, or soon to be no longer Rogers. This was the big one. What 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 route do the Packers go? Do they try to salvage the relationship? Go get go get him, Elijah Moore. What happens now? So if I can step in. Like I said before in the previous recording, this is basically going to be the first step for us to find out if to get a, like a small hit if the Packers are going to keep on trying to salvage the relationship with Rodgers. If they get if they get a wide receiver, that's a pretty good indication that Gudikins wants to salvage this relationship, not only for Rodgers but also looking into the future if they want to stay with Jordan Love. So I'm hoping that they go with Elijah Moore, but they can also go with a uh, with a linebacker, which is what we really, really need. Question, Juan: How many years do you think Aaron has left in the tank to play? I mean, two years ago, I didn't see many years, but the way that he's playing, I see at least four years. Do you think he can be a Tom Brady esque? And go deep in uh, deep into a career, maybe get into his early forties. I think so, unless unless uh, he gets uh, injured. But I mean, he's he looks fine. I, I mean, I think last season he had a uh, an injury. I don't remember where. I think his back or something, or or his shoulder. Yeah, it was his shoulder, I think. But I mean, he came back with it, and he can't really notice that anything at all. But. I think he has a, a good four years in him. I do have to say, Ingo, that Tom Brady's never relied that much on his physical attributes, whereas Rodgers has. He has that special talent with his arm, and I feel the drop-off will be at some point. So I, I would say four years is not a bad number. I just don't think he's going to be four years of high quality. I think it'll be... Next year will still be the next two will still be really good, and then the drop off will start pretty be being a little more considerable. And not to not to harp on, uh, and because it's easy because uh, Bo the Steelers fan is here, but let's keep in mind that a resi- the athletic athleticism of a of a quarterback starts to decline with the goat being uh, an exception. Big Ben's decline has been noticeable. He's thirty nine years old. He was drafted in 2004, so he's been in the league now 17 years. He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback, but you know, Father Time keeps winning, right? 
Drew Brees just retired in March. He was, you know, a highly touted guy. I think he probably had maybe one year left at most to play until he's 40. But let's see what the Saints do here with the pick. Here we go. And this would be the one thing that would affect the Packers if it's the linebacker. That okay. is curious. That is. That is. That's where your scouting department probably thinks they see really good attributes. Wow. So, so the Packers have the linebacker or receiver. You're a mute, by the way. No, I'm going off of yours. Oh, sorry. About that. <laughs> yeah, so. It's, it's interesting because I think defensive end in, in New Orleans and I think Cam Jordan. Yeah. I was hearing that they were thinking of cutting because of casualty. Yeah, the money wise, it was it was a uh, it was a lot of money. So maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. But he's someone looking like, like a good kid, but someone like Cam Jordan hits the market and he's immediately picked up. Wow, pick is in. All right, Juan. If he, what do you want? Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore. Crossing my fingers. Let's remember. Oh, we, if, I want to keep Rodgers, brother. I want to keep Rodgers. But, I mean, if it's not Elijah Moore, yeah, I want that linebacker. I would want the linebacker. I think, you know, the fact that that Packers pick came in pretty fast tells me that they either know what exactly what they want, right? Or uh, they're appeasing to Aaron. How do you win back Aaron? How do you convince him to stay? And I think Juan hit it right. You draft to what he wants. You draft to try to keep him. And someone like uh, like that wide receiver that's, that's there, maybe he replaces someone like Randall Cobb that hasn't been really existent since. You know, you, we've talked about Tanya in the tight end. We talked about MVS. Lazard is there, but they're not the inside guy. They're not that slot guy. And if he adds that to right, add Adam. Oh, they're talking. So they're talking about uh, Adam Schefter reporting that Aaron Rodgers tells some at Packers he does not want to return to the team. He had, and I'll, I'll be honest, I think Aaron has leverage. You know, they have their, their last first round picks was zero wide receivers since 2002 and zero tight ends in the first round since 2002. That's crazy. But how do you how do you go almost 19 years without picking an offensive player? Aaron Rodgers is is a beast man. He's a Super Bowl champion. He has a great touchdown to interception ratio. He has, you know, in NFL history, he's ranked seventh with 412 passing touchdowns, and he's one of six players in the league to have three MVPs. If it's not for Brady, he could be, we could be looking at him being the GOAT rather than Brady if it's not for Brady, to be honest. It, it's, he, he's awesome. Now, could it be that this crazy announcement that was said today was in fact Rodgers' camp maybe trying to let Green Bay know if you guys don't give it my way I'm gone maybe the last ultimatum this is it 
I think so. I mean, because if you look, they're showing the the Green Bay Packers picks as of late, and man, it's not someone that makes a splash. It's not someone that you know. They have their tackle that made uh the twenty twenty Pro Bowl, which is basically a popularity contest. They've got Rashad Gary, who's okay on defense. Jordan Love, who's played zero snaps. And you could have said that about Aaron sitting behind Brett Favre. But it was Brett Favre. And right? it was a different era, too. And it was a very different era. It was a very different era. We forget that Aaron Rodgers sat for a while. Yep. It was until his third year that he actually played a snap. And it yep. was because Brett Favre got hurt. We remember. Yep. They're he showing the against- needs on screen here for the uh, Packers, and they say wide receiver, inside linebacker, outside linebacker, defensive line, and cornerback. All right, here it comes. So, I wouldn't be surprised I, if they pick defense, guys. To be honest with you. Yeah, I don't think I don't. I wouldn't be surprised either. The linebacker. Here we go. I'm gonna take the earphone off. I'll be back. Whoa. Whoa. Well, cornerback, Eric Stokes. You know, before uh, I go on with it, Asante Samuel Jr. keeps dropping. That's interesting. That doesn't surprise me, bro. I was reading some final reports this morning about him. But Eric Stokes, um, I, don't, I don't know much about him. They're saying Georgia. that he's really fast. He won a bunch of uh, high school. And, I mean, it was high school, but he's a 6'1", 185. A uh, guy that he's he won state multiple times as a sprinter, and as a cornerback, having that much of a burst, at least with speed, guys, it helps. But if you play against someone like Cheetah, someone against uh, like mm-hmm. Juju who has top speed, someone like Henry Ruggs, that doesn't that doesn't bode well. Well, remember, let's go back to the NFC Championship. Part of the reason that they lost was how bad they were covering the receivers. So, in a way, I, I don't see it far-fetched. That's right. Scotty Mr. Miller burned them. Remember, Mr. King was absolutely getting destroyed on everything. So, it's not too crazy to see a cornerback getting picked up here. Does that does that actually salvage the relationship with Rodgers? That's the question. But I don't hate the pick. I don't hate the pick. We don't hate the pick, but I think it's just highlighted more because of the the Aaron Rodgers news. Yes, Mr. Freddie. I think the relationship between Aaron and the Packers was already broken. I don't think there's fixing it. At first, he was crying. Well, not going to say crying. He wasn't happy with the coach. They changed the coach. Now the, the coach is leading him to, sex, to success. Now he's crying about something else. I, I just think he really wants out. Yeah. You're never gonna please someone like this, anyway. It could very well be. It's not a. It's not a bad take. It really isn't. So you're Is saying look, start looking out for the franchise, and. But my thing is, if you're gonna do that, Freddie, why not trade into the top three that you could have? Because now, what value are you gonna get for Rodgers? You're gonna get a first round pick for next year. I, okay, yeah, that's unguaranteed. And then that team, wherever he goes to, that team's going to be great. And that first-round pick will have no value because it's going to be a late-round pick. It's yeah, just- I just think the price that the they wanted 
or has on him is too high. I, I think, think they're trying to get value him or what he's done versus what he's got left. Guys, no, but you, that's what I'm. Yeah, go ahead, yeah, go If ahead. you look at storied franchises, right? Look at the turn the turnover they've had at coach and they've had at quarterback. Very little in Green Bay, and they've always been in contention and have rings. Maybe not recently, but Green Bay has rings. Look at the Steelers. They don't have a lot of turnover. They've had like three coaches, not that many quarterbacks, and that translates into uh, success. Think about when Brett Favre left Green Bay. How much of a show was it, right? Yeah. And they had Aaron Rodgers sitting there, and he has carried the team now for a good amount of time. I'm not saying that Jordan Love is, is the answer, but they obviously have a recipe for winning. So if Aaron, it's it's easy to react to Aaron leaving because he is a good player. Brett Favre, if we remember, he could have gone to the Super Bowl with the Vikings if he's not intercepted in New Orleans. Yep. So maybe it's history pre- repeats itself not only for the franchise, but for the quarterback of the franchise. So he goes and plays for someone else and maybe makes them in contention for two, three years, and then that's it. Like you said, Charlie... Mm-hmm. The Packers are probably looking beyond Aaron now. Yeah. And they might dig their heels in and go, you know what, I just The the part where I trouble, where I'm troubling, or I'm I'm troubled to find an answer is, again, if you know it's not salvageable, why didn't you trade him earlier? The Niners offered their third overall pick. Now, I'm not saying the Niners. I wanted it as a Niner fan, like that. But they offered a third overall pick. And they offered an actual player and Jimmy Garoppolo. Whether you want Jimmy Garoppolo or not, you can throw that out the window. That's a pretty darn good offer because it probably that other player is probably Nick Bosa or Fred Warner. That's a lot more value than what you're going to get in the next couple of, of days or months. Now, my speculation would be Aaron Rodgers is still the starting quarterback week one. I, I have to agree, man. I don't think it's a lot of – it's great – uh, chatter. It's a great conversation topic, but I don't think anyone has the capital. I don't think any, not anyone has uh, the quarterback needy teams just drafted a quarterback. The quarterback needy teams just went out and solved their issue. Unless you're New Orleans, unless you're Washington, unless you're, I mean, who else? Who else? Maybe not even if Dak wouldn't have signed with Dallas, I still don't think he goes there because of the court, the coach who's there. So now you're looking at something else like the Raiders. Now you're looking at something else like, I mean, who the, the Patriots just drafted the everyone else who need a quarterback drafted. So I think your market is closed. Especially at this point of the year, you're not going to get the value. So that's why I insist Aaron Rodgers will be the starting quarterback week one. I, I would almost, I would sign that somewhere. Yeah. Unless they get so disgruntled that at that point you just have to throw it all away. But Aaron Rodgers will be there week one. But this, I would say this is their final year. All right, Bills are about to pick. Okay. Good pickup. Good pickup. Gregory Rozo, uh, for a while there, he was predicted to be the best edge rusher in this year's draft. He started falling a little bit because of his size. In, in, in uh, terms of strength, they thought he was a little bit smaller. I think he's a good guy. 
And for the Bills to get him at 30, not bad at all. Remember, these guys, this guy team already has Ed Oliver on the line. They got linebackers like uh, Trey Edmonds, Matt Milano. They got uh, Micah Hyde at the end of the safety position. It's a good team. Good team, good pickup. 6'6 is his size. So he's a big dude, just not too big. I was about to say, I mean, he's he might be small for stereotypical defensive ends, but that dude is he, big. I think what they were referring to is his uh, strength, not really his, his size, like in, in altitude. What was that, Freddie? I was just wondering how how big was Calais Campbell? Because this guy Calais, almost... I, I think I said, huh? Calais Campbell is 6'8, if I'm not mistaken. He reminds me a little bit of him. Yeah. But smaller frame. Yes. And that's the thing. Remember, being super tall as an edge rusher isn't the greatest thing because you lose a lot of your 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 lower part of your body to be able to push the guys. Your so center of gravity can, isn't as yeah, mobile. Exactly. So or as as a explosive better send. So if you're not bulked up, it could work against you. So we'll we'll have to wait and see. And I don't know but what I they like run in I don't know what they run in uh, Buffalo if it's a four, four three. three or a three four. But if four, it's a three four it'll help him. So it's actually four three. I mean, yeah, the other way. 4-3, it'll help him. Yeah, but you just line him up. I don't know how good he'll be against the run because of that same attribute that we're mentioning. But against the pass, I don't mind it. All right, so guys, so we're down to the final two picks. Baltimore and Tampa Bay. Final two picks. Baltimore, are they finally going to take Elijah Moore off? Oh, no, no, they, they got – who did they go They right got now? Bateman. As a yeah, wide yeah there you got the receiver. They'll probably go lineman here, no? Offensive. They have to go offensive lineman or... So remember, guys, by the way, this was Kansas City Chiefs' pick. So they traded it because of the Orlando trade. So just so we all remember that. Yeah, Orlando being an offensive tackle that was with the Ravens and now with Kansas City. The Ravens are not on the clock. Uh, they obviously... Uh, did that because they knew they wanted someone else in the first round. They have two first-round picks uh, for Baltimore. So that's something to to take note of. And let's see who they pick. Let's see who they pick. This league, I'm paused. When it was oh, you're pausing. <laughs> Sorry. No, go ahead, Freddie. When it was Adrian, yourself, Joseph, and I, we were doing the draft so there it is. Notre Dame wow. continues to fall. I think he's gonna watch. It's gonna be Tampa Bay picking him up. Golly! So linebacker from Penn State who played with Micah Parsons is picked thirty first to Baltimore. Tampa Bay Buccaneers pick is in, guys. The first round is officially in the books. We don't know the pick yet, but it's in the books. So the Buccaneers took exactly two and a half minutes to get their pick in. They must be as so this guy is an athlete. His first full season of football was his junior year in high school. Went to Penn State three years, gets drafted. Talk about raw right. talent at 6'5", 252 pounds. I mean, I would just like to – I don't want to live in that gene pool, but let me jump into that gene pool and when I get back out, <laughs> let's see what I get, you know? Yeah, bro, no kidding. Some of these guys are like super gifted. And, and you know what it is that it's really cool for these guys that a lot of these raw gifted players, they end up going and having good careers because they fall to really good teams. 
Yeah. They're no longer getting reached in the first top 10 picks to crappy teams. A guy like this guy who's very raw is only going to get better, and they'll have patience with him because it's a good organization like the Baltimore Raiders. I don't mean to be a homer, but Max Crosby, fourth rounder for the Raiders, is, is a, a talent like that. You don't know who he really is. He has a high motor, raw athlete. And although he has spaghetti arms, he's produced for the Raiders. He has, considering that you guys missed out on, on your first-round pick. That ended up helping out a lot. On Cleveland, yeah. On Cleveland Farrell. And ever since the Raiders traded Mac, man, we haven't been able to do anything. So, here, so here's the big one. It's the Bucks. It's um the 32nd pick. What do they pick? They can pick anything. They could, heck, they could go kicker, and it'd be Bro, okay. Hot take. <laughs> they pick a quarterback. I, you know why I don't like that scenario too much? Because if I'm Tampa Bay, I want to win again, and I want as many weapons as I can, whether it's offense or defense. I just want to make my team better. I don't think the organization is going to get a quarterback in the first round. Bro, what better teacher to stand behind than Tom Brady? No, I I, I know, I know. I, I think it makes sense. Here we go. Linebacker. So again, the other from Notre Dame, the guy falls. So there has to be something there that we're not noticing. Something. Come because to pick 48. I think, Come to pick 48. I, I think it's his size. He's too what's small. It, what's his size, bro? I looked at it. He's six feet. Well, it's not too terrible, though. But it's smaller. I think for this oh. new trend of NFL linebackers, I agree. But... Old school middle linebackers, that's the average size. I don't think Bobby Wagner is that big. Yeah, um, Navarro Bowman and Patrick Willis were around those sizes. You know, it's it's interesting, but, you know, the Bucks. we talked about it on a Monday's podcast. Whoever they picked, what a fortunate dude. You're going, you don't, you don't have to start. You get to sit back and watch a bunch of Super Bowl champions mm -hmm. work. You get to see the GOAT. You get to get coached by people. And if you get plugged in, you've got a good supporting cast around you. And heck, bro, I'm, I'm looking at it here. This guy's not just a middle linebacker. This guy's an edge outside linebacker. He's going to be rushing the quarterback. Yeah. As if the Tampa Bay Bucks needed another weapon on the defensive line. So you bring this guy in on passing downs. Yikes. Yeah, so now what you're doing is you're adding to the, uh, let's say, refresh rate of your defense, right? Your yep. linebacker gets tired. You're starting one. You plug this guy in, three, four snaps, take him out, put in your other linebacker, and that's how you play the whole game. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. So it's been a long time. We've been on for about four hours or more. It's been super fun. Thank you so much to Bo, Juan, Freddie. Diego. Mr. Diego jumped on as well. Josh, uh, before his meeting. Quick, Josh before. Quick, real quick for uh, what was the biggest impact or do you like your team's pick? Charlie. Absolutely. I love it. Um, I was scared we we're going to go Matt jo uh, Mac Jones. Uh, I would be okay with it if we would have gone that, but I'm happy. Jimmy Garoppolo for the following year. Trey Lance for 2022. I'm on board. Freddie, you get it in pick. So <laughs> the Rams didn't have a pick. But what was the biggest surprise for you? Or what do you want to 
add that, about the draft? That there's still plenty of offensive linemen and linebackers for the biggest needs that the Rams have. This is a perfect first round for the Rams. Very cool. Mr. I miss Aaron Rodgers if he leaves. All right. So I would grade um, the Packers pick with a B. I don't hate it. I don't love it. But I understand it because that's one of our biggest weaknesses. We need a second, a strong corner. Um, I do wish we would have gotten um, uh, a wide receiver or a linebacker. But I think I would give it a, a B plus. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, I know Bo wasn't on the whole episode. But just to reiterate, Bo, do you like what the Steelers got? Yeah, man, I, I like what we got. Um, not, not too crazy, you know, kind of a, a basic, simple move. But uh, one thing I did like, the Bears going big, picking picking kind of out of order there on the QBs, according to most people's ranking. So I thought that was pretty cool. I, I have to agree with you, Bo. I, that was my surprise of the draft. I, I didn't see that coming. They've invested a lot, and uh, hopefully they get it right. And with Justin Fields dropping that much, I mean, it basically fell into the Bears' lap. Uh, just like Mac Jones going into the Patriots lap. And you, Yanko? Uh, for me, I'm not upset, but I'm not ecstatic with the Raiders pick. Offensive line isn't sexy, especially after you blew it up on the offseason. I don't understand it, especially if you could have picked them up in the second round. Uh, but it works. Uh, Colton Miller was one of those guys. He's worked out. Hopefully this works out again. This linebacker from Notre Dame, if he keeps falling, I hope he falls to number 48 uh, with the Raiders. I think the worst pick was Denver not picking a quarterback. Absolutely. Uh, we, we can all, it's a consensus 100%. Biggest mistake of the, of the night. I think it's a safe site for the Packers that Rodgers isn't gone. I think so. If you're a Packers fan, you could sleep another night peacefully, still dream with him, and still be okay. It's interesting to see. I'm looking at uh, sports coverage live now in the DFW area for the grading of the Cowboys' first-round pick. And for people who have voted, 54% of DFW likes the pick. So half of the people like the Dallas Cowboys' pick. So we'll see. All right, guys. So next Monday, we will have our, our podcast. We'll go ahead and analyze and go into a little bit more into detail and get a little bit more into our normal podcast. So it's been a pleasure for you guys to join us. It's been awesome. Thank you so much for this special edition. If you have gone through all four hours, man, my <laughs> hat's off to you. You are a true legend of the CYJ. We'll send you a, a non-existent CYJ podcast shirt. Yes, and $15 credit <laughs> if we ever become anything. So there you go. Okay. <laughs> no, right, buddy, guys, thanks so for hanging out. Juan, Bo, it's been yep. cool. Uh, yes, we usually have some any yep. music, but we'll go with. And this has been another edition of the CYJ podcast. Till next time, guys. Later. See you guys. Later. Later, y'all.